0: I I saw on TikTok, on one of those, you know, quick videos that make you want to read a book, does he fuck her with his gun? Who? I don't remember. I might have. Yeah, that's what made me uh, really want to read it, like, ASAP.
1: Is that the thing that you really want to broadcast on a podcast, (laughs) Seth? Is is that the information you want the world to know about you?
0: I'm not sure. I retract that statement. I was held (laughs) at gunpoint. (laughs)
1: Welcome to the first episode of 2023 on romancing the monsters. Happy New Year! um I'm Marge. Hi, I'm. What? When, when do I say I'm Marge? I'm M. <laughs> uh, I'm S. I think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Seth. <laughs> yeah. What Guys. is this hesitation?
1: A- um. Yes. It's been a long time. Yeah. It's been. It's been. Uh, a while. I mean, not that long, I feel like, because we did record that um, Smut Mess episode, which was right before Christmas, which, by the way, if you haven't uh, listened to that yet, if you haven't had the pleasure <laughs> listening to that yet, feel free to go and check it out. It was, you know, fun. It's an experience. We sure. had some laughs. Anyways, yeah. you have that to go and listen to if you haven't already, of course. Um, also, New Year uh means new year new me (laughs) new new podcast no 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 absolutely not (laughs) same old shit (laughs) um no but uh what i was gonna say is um of course um you could always start your year by subscribing (laughs) podcast. No, but for reals, though, um, it turns out there's a lot more people that listen to this podcast than people that are subscribed. So if you're one of those that keeps on coming every week for some reason, but has not subscribed, maybe because you haven't realized that you didn't subscribe yet, feel free to go and do that. Also, while you're on there, you can always leave us a little review or rating. That's also always very encouraging for us to see um, and keep us going so yeah that's your little psa at the beginning of the episode now what is today's episode guys best of 2022 yay right and thank (laughs) god i didn't say it because i was gonna say 2023 again oh my god um i mean is it just me though or does it feel like 2023 has already lasted like a year i'm just like 2022 was like another life i don't know what was like the, the last two weeks were really long which i'm not complaining but it's just
0: no i agree anyway, i honestly like feel like everybody. 2022 just like blink and you missed it but then right
1: mm-hmm. so that's why i'm not mad that like 2023 so far is like taking its time because it's like i feel like the past couple of years we're just going way too fast um anyways so best of 2023 2022 <laughs> <laughs> means basically that um we gathered a little list of the little. best things that we've read <laughs> a little yours are not okay the girls have long lists I have a little list okay mine's
0: not that long I think what happened is that I had series so I just grouped the books together so I'll give a general okay so how you. many
1: things do you guys have on your lists? hey hey, hey it's not bad
0: Six, seven,
2: eight. Eight? Yeah. nine, ten, eleven, <laughs> twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. You guys did not 15, understand the aside, right? This is not 19, like you telling us everything. 20, you read 21, yes, 23, 23.
0: Yes. I think I thought eight was a lot. We'll still be
1: here tomorrow morning. <laughs> you said make a list, I made a list. I mean, girl, I didn't say tell us everything you read. Jeez. She said make a
0: list, not write a the novel. Highlights. Yes, but
1: it's the highlight that I loved. Wow. Well, you had a great year, clearly. Um, more on that later. Um, but all right. I mean, I had I have four. <laughs> four? <laughs> and no honorable mentions. But I'll tell you why. I'll, I'll tell you why when it gets to, to my turn, because I did do things a little different. So it, you, you'll see why I don't have a whole lot. But Okay, so since S has the most things. Oh, by the way, we'll also um we also made a little list of things that we're excited about that are releasing this year. So that will be later on in the episode. But first, I feel like S should start because she has the monster list. Um, so go ahead, we're listening.
2: So this year I dove into Jermaine fanfic. Yeah, you did. That's true. I dove into the fandom and like so. A lot of my mentions on this list is Draminy. and then most of these I mentioned in our catch up and chills. Yeah. So you can find like longer descriptions and like reviews on those. Yeah.
1: But um I feel like the past three catch up and chills were Draminian. I heavy think it was you. yeah, nothing but Like Dromini. six, seven, eight. Yeah. Go and check those out. I think that's where you mentioned yeah. most of them. And
2: I went like like deeper.
1: Um in
2: describing those fics but like yeah, some yeah. of the ones that i really loved was like Breathments and battle scars by onyx and elm it's like an eighth year fic post-war um angst hurt comfort love that one um i also read manacled by Sinlin yu um another dark fic uh it's an alternative universe where voldemort wins mm-hmm. um and it's inspired partly by the handmaid's tale so it gets pretty dark I also read *The Auction*, another uh, alternative universe where Voldemort wins. I read this one because of Marge. She read it first and she loved it, so I jumped in. Spoiler alert! It's yeah. on my list. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good fic. Um, it's dark. It uh, has like sexual slavery. Um, yeah, there's angst, romance, pining, and is but it's it's. Steph
1: needs to read this. Okay, yeah. I am saying now, if you read this, Steph, I am ready to reread it just so we can talk about it on the podcast. podcast. Because this feels like unfinished business. I have unfinished business with this fanfic because I read it, I loved it, and then S read it, loved it, and then we never talked about it. And then you would love it, but you haven't read it and it just something's wrong here. Okay. Okay, Something's not right. I think you would love it for sure, Seth.
0: Okay. Just I have to be in the right mindset again. I don't know. I just like haven't been in the mood. It's
1: it's everything you would like. You don't need to be in any sort of mindset. Yeah. You will fall right into it. Yeah. Just trust us
0: it's super long though right
1: well, i mean it took me like a week and a half i think i think we we've, we've, we've read longer i feel no, like right. well, i mean <laughs> you have yeah cool <laughs> <laughs> um
2: another fic i read uh it's various storms and saints by viridiana yeah. t Knight. um it's like basically breathments and battle scars uh but in like reverse really good Another one is Don't Look Back by Onyx and Elm. This is a six-year fic where Draco's a werewolf. It's really dark. This
1: one's getting close to the end, huh? Yeah. I'm, I, I've been eyeing it. I'm waiting for her to finish it so I can Me read too. It.
2: Yeah, I haven't continued. I, like, stopped, okay. like... Yeah, I haven't continued. But it's a okay. dead dove. Do not eat. Um, mm. So I, I'm expecting yeah, yeah, it to yeah, get yeah, darker. Yeah, 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 yeah. These next three, they're, like, really sweet. Um, They're sweeter. There's Unexpected by Ampersand. It's a one-night stand, Unexpected Pregnancy. I don't know if you read this one, Seth. I think you would like it.
0: I think I did. Yeah, I think I read that one.
2: Yeah? Uh, really good. Then there's The Slytherin Princess by Taylor Ikari. It's a Dreyominy romance. It's Oh, okay. A thruple. Draco, Hermione, and Theo. Yeah. Yes. Really good. And then there's Remain Nameless by HeyJude19. It's a post-war... It's like a friends to lovers. It's more fluffy. Uh, it's Isn't a, that one
1: long? It's long. Or am I, yeah, okay, it's long, okay. and
2: it's like a healing fic, and it's really sweet. Um, okay.
1: Yeah. I don't think you ever mentioned that one. I don't think really. so. So, do you want to maybe say a bit more about it? Because I feel like all the other ones I've heard you talk about, and not yeah, this one. This one's
2: not. So this one, it's um, I think it's a couple years after the war, maybe like eight or nine years. Everybody's healing from the war. Draco is living in a I believe, in a muggle town. Um, he's, like, uh, separated himself from everybody. Um, he just doesn't feel, like, worthy. He's, like, like down in the dumps. Um, he visits a muggle coffee shop. And his life, that's all he does. He goes to work. He goes to the coffee shop. He goes home. He goes to sleep. And it's just, like, nonstop. The same thing over and over again.
0: Mm. Until
2: one day, he goes into the coffee shop and he sees Hermione sitting at his favorite table at the coffee shop and he gets really mad he's like this is like my area my moment my coffee shop like why is she here and he goes up to her and he's like this is my table like I want you to move and like she gets like a little defensive like what do you mean this is my coffee shop he and I think she invites him to sit down at the table because the the coffee shop is full So, he sits down, they have their coffee, but they're, like, not really talking to each other, and then every day, that's how they meet up at the coffee shop. They sit down together, and it's, like, really sweet, and then, like, slowly start forming a friendship, and they start talking, and they start talking about the past, and then they form a relationship, and then they slowly fall in love, and then they have to work through their, um, I guess he feels, like, really guilty of, like, everything he did Hmm. uh, throughout the war, and, um... He goes to therapy a lot, and he has, like, really bad, um like, anxiety, and he's just, like, really, like, trying to heal, and he just doesn't think that he's worthy of Hermione, but they work through it, and they end up together, and it's really cute.
1: This is not the one where he has a kid, right? That's a man of worth. A man. Is that the title of it? A man of worth? I feel like I I mix up those two in my head. There's one. Is where it Measure like a of a Man you're thinking? Measure of a Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah no, no, no. Yeah. There's like okay, this is not, not different. that. No, 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 Have you read that? You haven't Measure read of a Man. No, not like, yet. That not yet. one is that huge. was I heard that one is really, really long. long. Yeah. No, yeah. not yet. I
2: don't want to jump into that one yet. One okay. day. But um. This year. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, that's it for my Dromaini. Uh, those are the main ones that I really love and that really stuck with me. Yeah. Okay. The next ones I think I've I've mentioned in every like catch up and chill. Um. So I'm just gonna say, uh, I finished the Bonds at Thai series books four, five, oh, and six by Jay Breen. Right. Love that series. Love those characters. Um. The next. Are you excited for her newest? Uh, I am. Series? Um, yeah. So I have that on the list of yeah, things that's I'm excited list for. for, uh, for 2023 is. this year, right? Yeah. And then the Mindfuck series by St. Abby.
1: I oh my believe that's on my list. Yeah, it's really good. Serial Killer. I feel like you guys read a lot of like the same books. Similar ones, huh? Yeah, we did.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: this one's really good. Um, Lilac by B.B. Reed. It's a rock star, Reverse Harem. Um, really good as well. And then I read Curse of the God series by Jamin Eve and Jane Washington. It's five books, but I've only got to read the first three. Um, it's a Reverse Harem, it's pretty funny. We have a clumsy heroine. She's known as a dweller. Let me see if I kind of remember what it's about. She's known as a (laughs) dweller. She's not known as a god. And she lives among gods. And basically the dwellers are like their slaves. And they have to do like everything the gods want. But somehow she gets involved with like five brothers. I think they're all brothers. And then like they slowly like form a bond, a relationship. And then like they fall in love and stuff. But I don't know how it ends. So I need to read the last two books. Then I have "The Land Where the Sinners Atone" by V.F. Mason.
0: Oh, I don't know if right, you read yeah. this one, Seth. No, no, it's on my list, though.
2: So this one's about a woman that was wrongly accused um, for killing the main man, the main character's wife, and he spends his like half of his life like trying to get revenge to avenge his wife, and he treats our main girl like really bad, but she was wrongly accused; like it wasn't her fault that she killed someone. And then Hmm. there's grovel and... Did
0: you find, like, the grovel? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, I was going to ask. Do you feel like the grovel was good enough? Because I feel like, I don't know. I just... I don't know how you come back from that. And it's
2: pretty bad, like, what he does to her, the way he treats her. No, I think it... I think there's always room for for more grovel. There's always room (laughs) for... But it's still good. I still liked it. Um,
0: I think you would like that K-drama. It's kind of old. It's called Secret Love. And it's basically kind of that idea where... um, his, I think that's his fiance actually dies in a like a car accident, and the main girl she takes her like the fault it was her fiance that was driving and I think he was drunk mm-hmm. and so she gets arrested for the murder and yeah, he just tries to make her life shit and then he obviously falls in love with her
2: Oh, I guess it's kind of like that yeah, wonder hm
1: plagiarism question mark number. No. <laughs> I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> oh, and and she had a baby in, in uh, prison. But I think... Yes! She, That's how this book is. I don't know. I don't remember. It was so long ago I watched it. I don't the remember <laughs> if she keeps the baby. Because I think she was allowed to have the baby for a year. And then she had to give the baby, I don't know where. And so I think she had to find her child again.
2: Okay, so this one, the Urbane heroine, she's driving a car. um, And it's one of those smart cars. And then in the other okay. car, it's the... All right. No, I think the woman was walking. Actually, she was walking down the street. So somehow her car starts like malfunctioning and like taking over and she runs over a woman and that woman. I'm sorry. I'm going to give like the whole like plot and like spoilers and stuff. That woman skip
1: to skip two minutes
2: ahead. if you Yeah. Spoiler. So she runs over the woman and the woman dies and the the husband finds out and like he finds out that that woman somehow finds out that she was drunk or whatnot but she wasn't like she was completely sober sober it wasn't her fault it was a car um so she goes to jail and she finds out that she's pregnant so he gets people from from the prison to beat her up really bad and (laughs) she ends up having her she ends up uh I think she was maybe like six months along. I could be wrong, but around there where she ends up having the baby, but they lied to her and tell her that the baby died. She, had a, she ended up miscarrying the baby. But what he does, he takes the baby and raises it as his own. So she believes like, okay, like my baby died while I was in prison. But no, he raised the baby and the baby knows him as the dad.
0: Are you serious?
2: Yeah, and then um she ends up getting out because they found out that it wasn't her fault, it was the car. And then there was someone else behind it, too. Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> and then she gets out and then like he like makes her life a living hell, but like he has her like living with him or something. So um, he
0: doesn't believe that she didn't kill. At first his wife? it was at
2: first he he thinks that, that she was drunk and that she ended up uh, drunk driving and killed his wife. That's what he believes. And because that's what the report showed or whatnot. But then later on, he finds out that she was actually innocent. So I think because of that, she gets out. And somehow she gets involved with him. And then she finds out that he has a little girl. Yeah, and he kind of has to make up for that.
0: How do you forgive that? Like, how? I don't know. It was pretty rough. I don't know. I wouldn't forgive
2: it. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck him. I'd take my daughter and leave.
0: But then the kid doesn't even recognize you as like their mother. No, but I still recommend it. It's so cool. It's it's the drama. <laughs> it's still good.
2: Um, the next one is Soul Eater by Lily Maine. It's a MM yes. fantasy romance. Yeah. Really good. And then I read Good Deeds by Catherine Moon. It's a standalone insta burn reverse harem with androids. Oh. Um, yeah. This was pretty good. It was it was a fun read.
0: What was it about? Did you talk about it before?
1: I don't know. Did I? I don't think I did it rings a bell but I feel like you might have just told us about it like in conversation not like on the podcast maybe
2: so basically okay so these androids in the story they're known as like sex bots like they're like they live in a house where they're like but they live in like a rundown house like they're like lowest of the low they're like older Mm -hmm. models and somehow she ends up getting stranded on this planet and she's trying to escape she's 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 running away from someone because they want to kill her, and she ends up running into that house. And she like makes friends with like the androids that are in there, and then she makes a deal with them. Like, I'll I'll because she's like really good, like she's really handy. Um, and she's <laughs> like, I'll make a deal with you and fun, Because half of the androids are like falling apart and stuff, so she's like, you know, oh, let okay, me okay. let me stay here and I'll help you. You know, I'll fix you guys up, and um let me hide out and we can help each other out basically and she just starts falling in love with one like one after another and yeah
0: it's pretty so they're like they have personalities like they're not just like no they robots? they do they have
2: personalities like they have like a their system has like a conscience like it's like programmed i guess okay okay and like little by little like they start evolving but oh. they keep coming out with like newer and newer models that they just kind of forget about them
0: mm. yeah it's okay, Am. Um, they still get their pussy. They do. <laughs> <laughs> they really do. Okay.
1: <laughs> Glad they get that at least.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and then this other one I read. It's a. It's called The Beta. I read part one mm. by Evan Michaels. I believe her name is. Mm-hmm. Um, this one really pissed me off.
0: Uh oh. But it's on so your why list? why is it on
2: your list? Because I am think I'm going to go back to the... Like, I took time and, like, I thought about it. And I'm going to go back because I want to know how This I'm is gonna... why
1: she has 22 <laughs> books on her list. Yeah. <laughs> okay,
2: She's okay. like, I
1: fucking hated this book. But, but I'm, I'm putting it on the
2: list. <laughs> I'm going to continue. So it's a dark contemporary Omegaverse romance. Um, oh. So it's already, like, a, an Omegaverse. Hmm. It's, like, a, a pack where they already have their Omega, which is a male. Oh, well, it's one of those. Yeah, and they, they treat the the heroine, the Omegaverse, like they treat her like shit, like complete fucking
1: garbage.
0: But. Uh, Any head, an acid or a chemical kind or of anything.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, this is Pack Darling 2.0. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know why, but for
2: this, some reason, like, it really pissed me off. Maybe because half of the guys are idiots, which half of these books, there's a bunch of guys that are idi- idiots. But, um. <laughs> for some reason i want to go back and finish the series and like find out like if she forgives them and how it ends and okay so the next one is when she unravels by gabrielle sands um i don't remember much about this one but i know it's a mafia romance and i remember enjoying it so i can't really tell you (laughs) (laughs) sorry okay (laughs) noted (laughs) Uh, the next one on my list is haunting adeline by hd carlton i'm pretty oh. sure like everybody has like heard of this yeah, yeah. okay
0: i need to read this
2: yeah it's, it was pretty good i liked it um it's a stalker romance like villains to lovers touch her and die love mm-hmm. hate um mm. he's a villain but he's like not really the villain is that the one with somnophilia yeah it has a little bit i think
0: Am I might. Um, I saw on TikTok on one of those you know quick videos that make you want to read a book. Does he fuck her with his gun? Who? I don't remember. I might have. Yeah, that's what made me uh, really want to read it. Like,
1: <laughs> is that the thing that you really want to broadcast on a podcast? <laughs> Steph, is is that the information you want the world to know about you? I'm not sure. I retract
2: that
0: statement. I was held at gunpoint.
2: <laughs> if you want know. gunplay like that, what is is it her vipers? Vipers. That one reverse harem one? I ended up DNFing Oh, the one.
0: Viper, Den. Den of the Vipers. Vi- they have that. Yeah, name. no, They no, have no. a scene like that. I, I won't read that. That just sounds awful.
1: That sounds like a hot mess, that whole book. And not like a fun hot mess, just a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> the next book is Sinners Anonymous by,
2: is it Psalm, Sketcher? Psalm?
0: I, I have Sketcher. I think that's Sam Sketcher. But she's um, also on my
2: list. Yeah. Me and Seth read this one. And yeah. it's
1: really so good. So don't say anything. we will talk about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: no, that's fine. It doesn't matter. I can jump on.
1: No, because she has like 22 things. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'll let Seth take over because I only read the
2: first <laughs> book. I didn't read the entire series yet. So okay, okay. I'm still working through it. Really good first book. And then I read Flawless by Elsie Silver. Uh, it's a fluffy small town romance. It's like forced proximity between a bull rider and
1: his agent hold up what small town bull riders what is going on yes. i read that too okay sweet romance. like what it's excuse cute. me it was we cute. read this we re- I, yes
0: uh, yeah yes okay what was your reasoning behind wanting to read it though s like did you have a reason why i wanted to it, read? it up yeah like why did you stone? want to read
2: this um because of i'm like blanking out what's the show that we read Yellowstone. Yellowstone. That was Stone. reason too. <laughs> because of Yellowstone. That was my reason. Yeah, it was. It was cute, sexy. Um, does he tie her up with them ropes? No. No, he doesn't. Does she ride his bull?
0: Um, she <laughs> did ride his bull. Um, yeah,
1: she did. <laughs> a
0: lot, quite mm-hmm. often.
1: Nice. Mm-hmm.
0: But the second one sounds really interesting because he's a single, like grumpy dad, and she's gonna be the nanny.
1: Ooh, I love a nanny book. I
2: do.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That one sounds really good. So hopefully this year, I'll continue the
0: series. (laughs) I feel like it's cursed. Whenever we say something like that on this episode, like uh, the best of whatever, we never go back and read it. So. Yeah. We will. I will.
1: Okay. (laughs) Just the sigh of disappointment (laughs) in all of us. (laughs) If basically, if we say on the podcast that we're going to go back to something or that we're going to read something or that we're <laughs> excited about reading something, that book is forever doomed. It yeah. will never get read. Yeah. That's yeah. what happens. But
2: no, I am pushing myself to finish books that, that I said I going to read. What happened to
1: Land of the Beautiful
2: Dead? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It will. I right. I promise. <laughs>
0: 2023.
2: <laughs> More like 2024. <laughs> No, watch. It's going to happen. I promise.
1: The thing is, she reads so much Germani, and like those tricks are hella long. And it's like, Line of the Beautiful Dead is like nothing in comparison. But yeah, <laughs> you haven't finished it.
0: I will, Marge. <laughs> I promise. Okay. Uh. Taking an oath. <laughs> Swear on the book. Where's the book? Swear on it. <laughs> yeah,
1: where's the book? That's the Bible.
0: It's so far away. I can't read it. <laughs> I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> okay, let me finish by this. Okay, um, Yeah, and then I reread uh <laughs> Offer the Game series by Nora Sakovic. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this series at all on the podcast. I don't think so. No, no what's no? it about? So Elaborate. God, it's like a it's like it's a weird book. It's has to do with this this game called I think Exy. So it's kinda like a lacrosse slash hockey slash like rugby. Kinda like that. Mm. It's like it's okay. like a mixture. And it's basically about like a bunch of misfits um, put Ooh. together to play this at a university, um, and it kind of has like mafia in it.
1: Oh, there's like that's it's, a bit like, random. Yeah, okay. like
2: mafia ties in it, um, where like the mafia kind of owns some of these players. It's it's a little confusing, but it's good, and it's a little dark. Wait,
1: is that the 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 Fox book?
2: Yeah all for the game the foxhole court um
1: oh okay i was like why does this ring a bell is it this yeah it yeah, yeah. is that okay yeah, yeah. So, i want to read those yeah
2: so it's really good it, it has a little bit of mm in it um what
1: do you mean by a little bit what yeah, well, yeah i thought it was like I romance mean, book
2: yes but it doesn't really have romance like if and if it does it's like a touch of it and maybe the second book and maybe a little bit on the third like it's not what? it's not romance like it's not heavily there's like a hint of it But if you're going in there expecting, like, flowers and, like, they fall in love and, like, romance, like, it's... No,
1: I was kind of expecting, like, I don't know, like, just more sex. I
2: think they do, but it's not, it's not explicit. It's not. So don't go in expecting, like, explicit Hmm. things. Yeah, no.
0: Damn it. And it deals with a lot of trauma, too. It it appeals to someone in this world, Just, just not me. Yeah. But I think you
2: would, I think you would like it, Marge. At least. I'm sure I would, yeah. <laughs> but if you are expecting like explicit things, like you know, it's not you won't get it from the series, okay? And then the last thing on my list is Bitter Secrets by Mia Knight. It's the second book in the Cinch series. It's toxic as hell. I fucking love it. The guy's a fucking asshole.
0: Love uh, that.
2: I believe I mentioned, I talked about the first book in yes uh, one of our catch up shows. Um, so this is a continuation, and it's just. It's a pretty long book, but if you're expecting to go into the second book um, and expecting, like, their relationship to evolve, it, it doesn't. And, like, it takes up only, like, a month of their – I mean, I was pretty happy with what I got. I was okay. I went into it knowing that it was only going to be about a month of their, like, relationship. Okay. Like, I knew going in, like, what I was expecting, and I was fine with it. But I know there's a lot of people that were a little disappointed. Like, they wanted a more – um, deep dive into, like, the guy's, like, mind and stuff and mm. uh, more answers to, like, the first book.
0: Is it dual POV or just No,
2: hers? it's just her point of view. And I think it's just going to be her point of view through all four books. And then oh, she's going to okay. release a book with his point of view, but, like, like later, later on.
0: But, like, at the end. Yeah. How do you guys feel about that when, like, the authors decide to release, like, a book after everything?
1: Hate it. Don't care. Will not read it.
0: As much as I care for the guy's POV, I just feel like it should be interwoven in the story.
1: Yeah. If it's not, if, if you purposefully choose to tell a story without s- part of the story, like one POV, because there's a reason for it, mm-hmm. then as a reader, I don't see why I would then need to go and read his POV afterward or his or hers, whatever. Yeah. Like whoever's POV was left out. Because to me, that's just rereading something like the mm-hmm. same story like, I get the, like, oh, it's a different perspective. But it's, like, that wasn't the story to begin with. So I don't care. I don't want it.
0: Would you, okay, for example, if you find a book and it's only in the one character's perspective. But then you also realize that the story is told in the other perspective. Would you choose one over the other?
1: I'd choose whichever one came first.
0: Sometimes I like, I don't know, I like getting in the male perspective sometimes.
1: I don't know. I'm comfortable in whichever POV is given to me. I'm like, if, that's, if you want to give me both, give me both. If you just want to give me one, then it's just the guys, just the girls, whatever.
2: I feel like for, you know, the first two books in the, the auction, that series?
1: Yeah, I didn't read those, yeah. So
2: the first one, it's Hermione's point of view. And I guess the second one is Draco's point of view of the oh, first book. Of
1: the same story? Yeah, but it's just okay. his
2: perspective on it and i read hermione's and i liked it and i was like okay but do i want to jump into his and they say that his is better so i probably should have gone into his first
0: so hold on the auction is what you guys want me to read but there's how many books yeah no Seth,
1: don't the first two books or something else basically the third book the auction what we read Mm -hmm. that's like an alternate universe if you will of just like her characters so initially she wrote i don't remember the name of those books but like she wrote a, a book Apparently, in Hermione's POV, mm-hmm. then re- rewrote it in, in his POV. Mm-hmm. And then she released The Auction, which was like this separate story, kind of like alternate universe, but not really, where she kind of took those characters and like rewrote them in a different story type thing.
2: So, so what she did was the first two are sweet, su- are where Voldemort doesn't win. And then basically, yeah, okay. the auction is uh, a AU of Voldemort winning and how dark that world would have got or okay. got
1: it. yeah and there are people that are like oh reading the first two uh, like helps you because like it tells you certain things about like the third one i just no, don't it I, I don't i didn't I, I
2: read it and i don't think you, you need do to not need to read the no, first two okay. yeah
1: okay mm-hmm. um Seth, you're going next
0: okay so 2022 was actually a lot better for you know my reading i read a lot of books it was actually pretty impressive for myself i just feel like my mental health was better so that meant i was excited for reading um so yeah it was a really good really really good reading year okay first thing on my list is the dark first series by Runix. i don't know if i mentioned it on the podcast before Mm -hmm. i don't i don't think i don't know i don't think you did guys we've all been sleeping on these books they're amazing they're so good and i just like I love them so basically the first book is called um the predator and um we start off it's like mafia um so we start off with this girl marina and she um she is like her life sucks her dad's an awful person she uh kind of uh gets connected with i guess the rival gang or Mafia, and um, she meets Tristan, who literally hates her on sight and vows to kill her. Like, he said, you will die, but only by my hands. Um, and thus starts the whole mystery of, of it all, basically. Like, as each book progresses, you find more and more things out, and then you're like, how could I not see it before? And it's just like, she's like, the author is really good at like putting in the puzzle pieces for you to freak out every time something's uncovered and then you're like once you look at it like at the whole picture you're like how did this even come about like she does such a good job of doing that and also the love stories are really good all books so we have the predator the reaper that covers one couple then we have the emperor which is um another couple and then the finisher another couple and then the later is like the game changer one and that is another couple but like who it is is so shocking and you're like holy shit like it's just so good so good I, I like i don't even want to say anything about it because i don't want to spoil it
1: mm-hmm. i have a really random question for y'all how do you feel about an author that only has the one name like that and it's like kind of a fanfic name does that change anything for you well it's it's just runics right that's her yeah. that's 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 it like no first name last name and it's kind of it kind of sounds fanfic like do you guys does that take you aback a bit when you find books like that or is is that not even like something that you think about
2: like it crossed my mind when i first saw the author like circulating i'm like oh very mm-hmm. the name like very a03 wattpad yeah right but yeah, i yeah. mean i don't think it would stop me from i plan on reading the series so what about you yeah what about you um?
1: well what about you
0: oh, oh, so <laughs> um for me i guess like maybe it played a part in me taking so long to read it um I think so. Yeah, I can see that that played a part in me taking so long to read it. And I don't know why, because it had so many reviews. So I don't know what I was struggling with there.
1: Yeah, I think it's the same for me. It's not something that would completely stop me from reading someone's books. But it does mean that I will, it will most likely take me longer, just because I feel like romance is a lot about like expectations. right? And so when you pick up a book, you like to know exactly what you're going to get. And so when authors have names like that it kind of makes you think of fanfic which like obviously i mean you've you've heard s's list at this point we are not fanfic haters <laughs> in fact we are fanfic yeah. lovers but but it does kind of set different expectations right when you go into a fanfic versus when when you go into like an actual romance novel right. that is published so for me, it's always a bit weird because I'm like, I'm not sure what I'm going to get from this author just because like the name kind of evokes something else than like an actual romance novel, you know, Um, but there's nothing wrong with it. It's just like, yeah, it will probably just take me a bit longer to actually give those authors a chance. I feel like.
0: What do you guys feel about? I guess it's like I'm piggybacking off your question. Um. When you don't really know what the author looks like, does that play a part in anything? Like, you don't know, they no, don't share any all. sort of image? Okay,
1: not at all.
2: I kind of prefer it, like now.
0: Yeah, not knowing what they look like,
2: or or like them not oversharing. Yeah, about their oversharing life. Like, is key. Oh,
0: and
1: God knows there are some that. authors out there that overshare, and you're yeah. like, you yeah, know, I did not sign up for this. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I don't think about it. I I don't like sometimes I'm I've read like. There are authors that I've read multiple books back, by them, and I haven't even realized that I don't know what they look like. Right, yeah. I don't even know like their gender, like none nothing about them. Like they're just a name to me. So I mean, maybe that's a terrible thing to say. <laughs> like you're just a name to me. <laughs> but like I've kind of feel like for those authors, that's more or less what they want. Like yeah. if they've really, if they don't have a presence at all on social media, they don't share who they are or whatnot. Like I kind of feel like those are the authors that are like i just want to be a name and that's it like i'm not mm-hmm. right. that involved in things and right. yeah i i feel like i like those authors a bit more sometimes sorry <laughs> yeah well because there's no like pretense about it it's literally just like here are my books here are the tropes read it or don't i don't care goodbye mm-hmm. there's like something really refreshing about that to me so
0: okay okay sorry <laughs> uh next on the list s already talked about it sinners anonymous but the whole series not the whole series i've only read The three that are out right now. Um, So we have Sinners Anonymous, Sinners Condemned, and Sinners Consumed. Anyways, anyways, the boys. We have Angelo, Raphael, and Gabe. And, like, Gabe's book needs to come out ASAP. Um, So they're three brothers. And um, so book one covers the eldest brother and his girl who is engaged to his old uncle, who's an asshole, evil man. Yeah, I know. Um, And, like, there's a reason why. She's not, like, a gold digger, but, like, she gets a label all the time. And then she comes across... Um, nothing wrong with being a gold digger. No, nothing wrong at all. But I mean, like, <laughs> for her, she's honestly, like, a great person. And it's just, like, her life, like, pretty much sucks. Um, and she is known for calling Sinners Anonymous, which is, like, an anonymous hotline that you call and confess your sins. Um, and really? So, yeah. So she calls that number all the time. And it's obviously owned by three boys. And is it? yeah, so they kind of modeled it after their father who um, had a church and people would go confess in this church and he would be able to harbor all these secrets because they didn't really know that it was owned by like this mafia family. Yeah. Um, so the, the sons modeled their Sinners Anonymous off of their father. And so, um, yeah, it's just it was it was a fun book, the first book. And their age gap is pretty big. He's like 36. Thirty seven, thirty eight, and she's 21 um <laughs> don't
1: tell tiktok <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, tiktok um surprisingly is kind of into it um is it book talk then
1: uh, sorry book book twi- twitter book twitter <laughs> i don't know
0: i i try not to follow book twitter as much i i don't know
1: people be hating on the age gap i think
2: book twitter is what's hating on age gaps I feel there's
1: like, like five uh, there's like a five-year age gap and they're like ew yeah when
0: I she was Twitter. 12,
1: he was... 18. When she was 15, he was 20. Ew. Yeah. It's like, bitch, they didn't meet at that they age. They did not meet. <laughs> Shut up.
0: When he not was in just... school, she was just born.
1: Go touch some grass. Yeah. Okay?
0: <laughs> I think you need to touch some grass. Oh, man. Um, anyway, sorry to so yeah, interrupt. the first book really, like, it has spanking in a church. Mm. It has belts, mm. you know, smacking with the belts. Because mm. they have this no-touch mm-hmm. rule. It was so good um and then the second book covers the middle son middle son middle brother Raphael, and he meets penny who is his match like match made in heaven she is like snarky she's she gives him a run for his money like quite literally (laughs) they're just great like i don't want to spoil anything for us because she hasn't read it but um he is obsessed with her but they absolutely hate each other to the point where like it's pretty intense. I love it. Like, honestly, like, I think if you ever hesitated on reading this series, don't. Like, just go read it now because it's so much fun. Um, And the one-liners are great. So, yeah, they're great. And I'm just waiting for Gabriel. He's, like, the psychopath who literally laughs at cutting mm. off your fingers and gets excited when his brothers say, yeah, you can go, you know, do what you need to do with him. He's great. And he's with Ren. Yes. As- I cannot wait. She's, she's the like,
2: bartender, right?
0: She's the is bartender, she- but she's also, like, the do-gooder. So she, like, whenever someone is, like, like on this, not on the streets, but, like, usually whenever, like, Friday, Saturday night rolls around, she's the one out there giving rides to people and, like, giving them, like, food and drinks and stuff like that. Because I think there's a deeper thing that happened there. Um, I feel like she might have maybe killed someone when she was drunk or something, for all you know. I don't know. We don't know. We won't know until we know what her calls are like for the Sinners Anonymous hotline. So that was a really good read for me this year. Another one. Oh, okay. The Forgotten Phantom by Katherine Anne Kingsley. Right. Guys. Yeah. S. I yeah. know you did not like The Phantom of the Opera as much as we did. Wait.
1: No, she did. I did. did. she not?
0: You yeah, did, she did, but you hated on The Phantom. You're like, you, you, didn't, you didn't believe in the love story.
1: Oh yeah, you thought he was a little possessive but like it wasn't it wasn't doing it for you for once. A yeah, that's true. A little
0: manipulative, a little. This one's great. <laughs> um so basically it's um it's kind of a take on Phantom of the Opera in the sense where it's set I'm trying to think the time. I think it's like I don't know if it's present day or no, I think it's present day. Yes, it's present day and she kind of works with this Institution organization where like they, they scope out, I guess paranormal beings, and they find out that there's one in this opera house, and so she goes there undercover, and then the Phantom, who is literally a Phantom, he's a ghost at this point, um, he believes that's his Christine reincarnated, and he is gonna get her this time, and he's gonna you know get her to fall in love with. So it's kind of like a sequel it's yeah it's like a sequel and so obviously she does not think she's this christine and it's just like when you find out like what he's been through like i guess mentally and like physically and then you got to hear his side of things and like the angst and the heartbreak and the love that is felt for like for this woman that obviously he realizes it's not christine of the past and it's just it's so good, and I, like, recommend it. I will always recommend it. It's just such a good book, um, and I just love The Phantom, and every any version I get of The Phantom, I love him, so uh, maybe this one might turn you us. Maybe you should try it.
2: There's no moments of, like, bitch has Bowen where he's in love with someone else. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, there's not those he, vibes where he, because it seems like he's in love with someone else and expecting that person to be that woman
1: wait right was that not an issue for you sir
0: no because that that issue is kind of pretty much like thrown out the window quite quickly and he doesn't try to like make her that christine at all it's more so like you realize he had issues with the original christine anyway but he just loved her and would would have taken anything but then as Mm -hmm. he like slowly realizes what real love is it's different what march that face, that face was there. No, no,
1: I'm just thinking about it. I was, I'm, well, just because I'm thinking, like, I'm surprised that you're not bothered by that because it is the dead lover trope. And then but on top of not. that, it's a story that you love with characters that you love. And then essentially, you're being told that he didn't love Christine or, like, Christine, there were issues there. I'm just surprised no, there, that overall you're okay issues. with it. Why
0: would Christine not choose the phantom? Why? Like, who? <laughs> who? who told her not to choose the phantom there's issues there That she's an idiot i don't know i just like for me that trope works when like they realize that they actually didn't love that person as much or they didn't love them at all um and they love that this person the current person more or they actually realize what love is with this person
1: but seth mm. say you find the love of your life and sadly i mean knocking on wood i don't wish this for you but sadly <laughs> this person dies would you not then want to find that again and would you like would it have to be better than it was or can it just be the same can you not love two people the same
0: hey i like what i like in my fiction and this happens to be <laughs> one of them <laughs> okay <laughs>
1: fine yeah. that's true that's true let's not let's not superimpose her. Likes and dislikes fiction onto (laughs) real life. Because I've been reading some fucked up shit. I don't want to think about it.
0: (laughs) All right. So, yeah. Read that one if you're in the mood for a phantom fix. Um, Next one on my list that was a five star. Which was kind of surprising for me because I have read. um, Sorry, not have. I had read another book by this author. And I didn't like it as much as I thought I was going to like it. And it was, um, I think it's Twisted Love by Anna Huang. And so this this time around, I read King of Wrath by the same author, Um, right? And it was great. Like it honestly, like shocked me. It was great. So basically, it's about um, it's a revenge forced marriage in the sense where this so the main guy he is forced to marry this girl um, because her father has this dirt on his brother, and it's really bad dirt that his brother can die if it's ever out in the open. Um, so he hates the girl on site, and he obviously is trying his best to get um, all copies of the dirt <laughs> that her father has on her, his brother. And he's very closed off, very assholey, and he just doesn't want anything to do with her. But slowly, as time passes, he starts to realize that he's that she's not the image that she portrays, and she's honestly, like, you know, a great person. And... I don't know. I just love the story so much because of, like, the way it was written and, like, you felt their relationship grow. And so, like, when the angst hit, you felt it um, because, obviously, he starts falling in love with her. But he has this big plan of ruining the father's reputation and also hers um, because he wants to out the father and do all these things. But he obviously falls in love with her. So it's like, what do I do? Do I lose her? Do I keep her? And then the father wins. Um, So, yeah, it was it was a great, great read, great angst, great grovel um nice it was good like i highly recommend i didn't think i'd like it as much as i did because it was really well loved on tiktok so it took me a while to pick it up because of that
1: you know what my favorite moment is in a revenge story like type romance when you know that moment where they realize that they have feelings for this person Uh and they have this whole plan that's underway and that it's just past the point where they can stop it and, and, it's they too don't. Late and they realize that they can't stop it anymore. And it's that moment the like, fuck, there's nothing I can do now. It's going to happen.
0: It's so good. And like, ugh, and like, it breaks my heart because like he pulls away and she's like, why? Like, why is he doing this? And it's just like, it's heartbreaking, but it's so good. I need more books like that, guys. More. That actually like deliver. I feel like on there's the a lot
1: in historical romance.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, next one is another series. Um, this one was a surprise for me. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Um, and that series was *Cursed Merman* by Aramis Jordan. Ar- Aramis, guys, horny merman. That's like literally like <laughs> <laughs> sign me up. It's great. Um, so basically, it like uh, deals with this whole mythology of um Atlantis and like. Um, the mermen being cursed in these forms where like they're forever gonna be horny and want sex. Um, but they're unable to reach uh their pinnacle. They're no, they're not able to, you know, <coughs> come at all. So uh, these mermen lure sailors or whatever human men with their voices, like regular sirens, regular mermaids do, and um, they literally. Fuck them senseless with their hands, with tools, with like magical vibrators, um, for days and days on end. Honestly, guys, a gay wouldn't needed it to give.
1: So wait, they never, ever, ever, ever have a dick.
0: Okay, so the, the obviously there's a catch somewhere, right? Um, yeah. Things happen, you know. Long, uh, I guess short answer is yes, they do. Um, and they are able to come if their human counterpart, their man, uh, decides to, you know, help things along. But I don't want to spoil it. But yeah, they, they how? sometimes. They do. how, how does the
1: human counterpart h- decide to help things along?
0: It's like a lot of work,
1: there? you know. Um, do you just pet the front, the slit, the wherever that would be?
0: Wherever the dick, yeah. And you just
1: wait for it to open up?
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> But it's all, like, the way, okay, the way that it's written, you, you like, believe it. um But anyways, there's a sea warlock guy who um, helps along the process of them getting dicks. It's great. Honestly, just, just try it.
1: Like, it's just... I honestly thought you were going to say that, like, they do have a dick, but it only opens up when they're, like, with their mate.
0: No. Okay, so I'll just... Well. And then it goes... Choop. So... The first one's kind of like the Little Mermaid in the sense where like he makes a deal, um, with the the uh, the warlock person, and um, the merman becomes human, and uh. is able to get Dick down, but he is gonna be the warlock's servant for the rest of his life.
1: Damn, that's sad. I
0: know. Kind of a dark ending. It doesn't <laughs> obviously it doesn't end that way. Oh okay, um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was like the end. that's how that's how it ends. No, no, no. happy ever um, after.
0: No, they're great. And so the first one is very sweet, but then the second one is like real like enemies to lovers in the sense where like the human that's like getting um you know fucked hates mm-hmm. like hates that it, it you know he's getting his gay awakening basically um it's like a lot okay, a lot of like the first and second books are basically them hating like they're like, I'm straight, like I only like women. Um, so
1: it's gay for you the the trope is yeah, gay for you yeah gay
0: for you yeah so I I uh, discovered a lot of things that I guess my little mind did not perceive or things that could happen and I was just in awe horrified but like also like really intrigued so there are some things to look forward to us once you uh you start that series I don't want to spoil it it was like I was shocked I was like <gasps> that's going that's going in what and where Um, and then you already mentioned the Mindfuck series by S.T. Abbey. Really enjoyed it. S. recommended it. I loved it. Can can I also mention my movies and TV shows? Yeah, sure. Okay. So my standout movie this year, obviously, is Avatar The Way of Water. Loved it.
1: Yay! So good. It
0: was great. 10 out of 10.
1: Love Loak. Love Natayam.
0: Yeah. I love those boys.
1: I will say, though, I'm tired of liking characters that are dead. But, you know. (laughs)
0: I firmly believe Kiri is going to pull some, like we talked about earlier, some Jesus space, powers, Jesus yeah. resurrection shit yeah. and bring you it him back.
1: She better. you be
0: awesome. She has to, guys.
1: But come I- on. Bippy Boy deserves to be back. To be loved. Seth and I kind of ship him with the um, the the other tribe. The Metaina
0: uh, tribal leader. Like, you yeah, know, the water- his son. Yeah, his son. Oh, oh. There were vibes
1: there. There were they vibes. felt the vibes. I
0: watched it yesterday, and let me tell you, mm-hmm. the way they looked at each other. The, okay. So, when Netayam and, like, his family, they all come to Met, the Metkayina people, and he sees... I think his name's... Uh, uh... Oolong? I'm probably saying it wrong. I don't know. I'm not sure. Unong? Anyways. Whenever he sees him, there's, like, he literally looks at him, his eyebrows raise, and, like, he was not looking at Saraya. He was looking at him. And
1: and and Steph said that um, James Cameron confirmed that it is possible to have same sex mates. So,
0: yeah, he did. So why mention it if none of the main characters are going to be in a same sex relationship? True.
1: Come on. Like, you can't have a boy, a 15 year old boy die and then not give him the chance to come back and have his own story. Like, come on. he can't do that. He can't do that to me. That is just tragic. That is just too sad.
0: I mean, like, it makes sense. Sorry for the people that have not watched it. Oh, my gosh. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I guess. <laughs> um, I, like, I, his, his death was, like, needed in the sense where, like, it gave Jake that push to, like, you know, not run anymore because he's only been running since the first movie. And so... I, like, I see why it had to happen, but I just love Natam so much that I I need him to come back. Like, I just love him.
1: but I just think, like, mythology-wise, it would actually be more powerful if he got to come back. Like, the point of that lesson is not, like, he's gone and he's gone forever. I feel like the lesson has been learned, and from this point, like, he could come back and have his own story or whatnot like I mean it's fucking blue aliens some, somewhere on some moon like there's nothing he cannot do okay
0: <laughs> that's fair that's
1: like fair. I don't know to me I, I feel like Jake's lesson should not be at the expense of his own 15 year old son if that makes sense
0: no I, I fully agree with it but I also feel like for it to have happened that way it it did give him that push that he needed to stay and fight yeah. and protect what he does have um, because he's only ever been running forever so even on the yeah. first one he ran from Earth he listen ran from everywhere
1: else yeah you know what s it makes me want to read that book that you read oh the the one where they have like an orgy at the base of some tree and then there's like um <sighs> aphrodisiac like yeah, fruit yeah, yeah. or whatnot like yeah I want to read that
2: you should it's <laughs> it's it's has gone wild, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Because there's no fix. I'm just like, hello, where, where is the fix? Where are they?
0: Because we don't know what their dicks look like. Yes, yeah. that, <laughs> that is our big problem. I Like, I would love to write fanfic, but I don't know what their dicks look like. I, yeah. And Em was saying she doesn't want that responsibility, you know?
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I want that responsibility. There's no lore around the dicks, you know? At and, like, all. I was thinking, no, mean, no, not that I know of. <laughs> that, and, like, that has so to be ra- something. <laughs> we could, you know, because the, the dilemma here is, like, do you make the dick funky just because they're aliens? But then I'm like, but is that too much? Because when they actually have sex and, like, mate, they, like, you know, put together their, like, braids, you know, their little thingy, and then they connect through the minds. And I'm like... That is intense enough as it is. That like you don't really need a funky dick. Like Agreed. they're literally mind connected.
0: But that's only for like when you have fat. Like that's your mate bond. You know like.
1: But, but you can connect every time. I don't see why that would be the one time. No,
0: apparently, um, I read. Okay, so I read something. So that's only you can only do that. <laughs> she did research at the lower Shut <laughs> up. So, you can only do that once you choose a person you who is your mate. Like, who you want to spend the rest of your life with.
1: Yeah, but then when you have sex with that person moving on, like, moving forward, then you connect.
0: Yeah, moving... Like, as you find that person, then you keep doing that if you... I think it... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But they only find one mate in their life.
1: I don't know. It's just... It's a big responsibility. I don't know that I... I can fill those shoes, to be honest. But I'm just looking for that smut. And it is non-existent, so I figured maybe I should read that orgy book. Because... Do it, Marge. close enough you know yeah i will say about avatar um i really want or, or, this is this is a spider hate account okay uh, so I hate spider. if if you have an issue with that go away
0: <laughs> call me when you're done
2: <laughs> <laughs> you like Wait, you like spider even no, after what no. he did in the end no 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 okay go ahead continue
1: Anyways, what I want to say is what I'm really wanting to see happening is for Loak to have his Anakin Skywalker moment and find out that Spider saved that other guy. What's his name? Quaritch. Quaritch. And like, kill him. (laughs) Just like, off him.
0: No, and then he realizes his brother died for literally nothing. Because of him. Yeah.
1: Kill that guy. Agreed. Goodbye go dark i really want him to go dark.
0: (laughs) what i think is like gonna happen i honestly feel like spider is gonna realize that he's obviously not part of the family um and then he's probably gonna join quaritch which i think is gonna be dumb but
1: yeah Yeah. like my I i think one of my least favorite lines of the entire movie is when at the very end like natayam's dead everything and then um jake kind of like grabs loak by the neck or whatnot and like ruffle like you know, does that thing, and then he says a son for a son with like spider, and I'm like, yeah. absolutely fucking not, absolutely fucking not. Yeah, that is not that, that those are not equals.
0: No, okay.
1: Spider does not and could not fucking wishes he could replace Mateo. Yeah. yeah, but like no, ma'am. Yeah. Every time that line happens, I'm like, mm mm.
0: Yeah, it's like I get I get the idea behind it, Jake, and I love you for it because you are such a great guy. I just I don't want it. He is not your son. Neytiri really knows what she's doing. And she does not want that little wannabe Tarzan around her family at all. Um, <laughs> i say listen to your wife. Yep. Yep.
1: yep. Anyways, what's next on your okay. list?
0: Last that was a list. whole
1: like, that turned into an episode on Avatar. Sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, Sorry, guys. Um, anyways, uh, last thing that um, on my regular list and on my honorable mentions. Um, oh, God. Hmm. Is Willow. Um, and it's, th- so I watched the movie a few weeks back, which I really liked. And then, um, I started this show and the show was really great. Loved it. I um, finished it and now I just need season two. So basically, um, if you've seen Willow the movie, which I don't think either of you have. No, I don't
1: no? know what that is. Mm-mm.
0: Okay. So it's, um, it's the same production company of Star Wars, like Lucasfilm, And so they created this story. Um, It was back in the 80s this movie came out. And um, so basically it's about this guy who finds this baby and he goes on this quest to um, deliver this baby to safety because this baby is prophesied to be, like, the big savior of the world. Um, And the evil queen wants to send her to, like, this other realm so that she can never be reincarnated. Um, So this this guy is there on this trek and he's ready to like you know get her there he comes across this like thief who's like the bad boy and then who's hunting them so the, the thief kind of joins him on this quest and who's hunting them is the queen's daughter so she wants to get the baby and the queen obviously like I said wants the baby to go to another world and like never come back so she's quote-unquote evil, and Mr. Thief Guy obviously hates her guts. And there are some enemies to lovers happening there, and that's great and all. And movie ends happy, baby saved, whatever. Um, and then the show takes place, uh, I think, I don't know how many years. I guess it's 16, 17 years after the movie. And um, the kid's grown up, but they've hidden her away. Like She doesn't even know who she is. She does not know she's a Laura Dannon, destined to save the world from the evil Um, and the thief and the daughter of the evil queen, they got married, and they have their own kids, and it's, like, a next generation, and it's just a fun adventure quest, because one of the kids of, um, the evil queen's daughter, her name's Sorsha, and, um, Man Mardigan is, is the guy, so one of their kids goes, not goes missing, he gets captured by, like, the evil entity of the show and they go on a quest to save him and Alora dannon who is known as dove at this moment because she doesn't know who she is she thinks she's in love with this guy this prince so she joins the quest to go find him but during that time she realizes who she is and of course she like gets willow who is the the man that had helped take her to safety um, in the movie, um, he becomes her teacher, her mentor, and teaches her the way of magic and all that stuff. And it's just great, guys. Like, I just loved it. It was honestly, it it gave me what I wanted from Star Wars in the sense where we get a mentor that actually mentors her and teaches her and is there <laughs> for her. Um, and that you see that relationship build and you don't hate him. And then we also get the darks like you know the dark prince but he's like a sad frowny prince who obviously like has a crush on her and he has his own journey with magic and his own journey with the darkness and just seeing the way that they come together and like seeing the way that the story unfolds and then we see a heroine that's like it's not wrong for her to be angry or sad or jealous or in love like it's just like it's not wrong to see that and it's just like such a breath of fresh air with like what's going on in like the media and everything that we've been seeing um so yeah it was a fun show and i'm excited for season two and i highly recommend if you're a relo or if you love good tv
1: <laughs> what's on your honorable mentions list
0: honorable mentions okay this is quick um things you never got over by lucy score which i've already mentioned um in one of our ketchup and chills so if you want to listen to that i don't know what episode it is but we have a list of Everything that we've talked about for all of our catch up and chills in the description of each episode. Um, Muscles and Monsters and um, Tentacles and Triath- Triathlons by Ashley Bennett. Those are really fun mm-hmm. if you are in the mood for a good, quick, monster-fucking romance. Mm-hmm. Um, The Devil series by Elizabeth o- O'Rourke. I've talked about them. I think I've talked about the first three quite often on these um, episodes. Um, since then, I've read the third... No. Is it the fourth and the fifth or the third and the fourth? I don't remember. But, like, I've read two since we last talked about them. And I love the series. It's great. It's fun. Contemporary romance. Um, Usually asshole heroes, which is great. Um, Desire and His Blood by Zoe Draven, which was another. It was a new series that this author had started this year. And it was a fun read. It's great. That one had um, Omegaverse, you know, nodding. Great stuff vampire you know blood play great great
1: mm. um
0: yeah that's my honorable pensions
1: so bridgerton is not on
0: the air. i mean yeah bridgerton that was last year i did not even know that last year and
1: like love between fairy and devil more? sorry again Wait, that
2: yeah. was last year that's crazy i don't know why that just kind of yes we, did, we yes. did watch some shows both are on my
1: list <laughs> Um, I'm hoping by this point that you guys have grabbed a snack, <laughs> you have something to do, because I can't believe we've been going on for this long and still have the lists of what we're excited for and everything to come. <laughs> That'll
0: be a so... quick thing, though. We'll just be like, you know, we want to, sure. to Yeah.
1: Yes. Sure. Um, I mean, I do have some questions for y'all. Yeah, yeah. But Whatever. Like, honestly, 2022 was, like, the busiest freaking year of my life. Also, the most stressful thus far. But I read more than ever before. Like, I read over 200 books. And I'm like, never in my life have I read this much. Because the thing is that I use books to procrastinate, from doing the things that I need to do. So that's why the busier I am, the more I read. Because it's like, I don't want to be doing these things. So let me read some smut. <laughs> Anyways, um, so basically my list is short. Because I pulled a Ceph <laughs> on this one. And instead of going with necessarily like the books that were like the best basically i I chose to not understand the assignment and (laughs) (laughs) instead of going with the books that were the best i went with four books that i think represent like major shifts in my reading throughout the year the yeah throughout the year okay so like because my read my reading was all over the fucking place okay chaos chaos was me this year okay i it started out I wasn't even reading Reverse Harem, okay? And it ended with me re- reading, like, gangbangs and stuff. So imagine what happened, okay? <laughs> A lot happened, okay? I was in all the directions. I was reading all sorts of things. Um, I practiced what what I call impulsive reading, <laughs> Which is basically read whatever the fuck calls to you in that precise moment. So, like, it's it's like it's kind of like the sister of mood reading, but it's like more intense where it's like I was sometimes reading six books at the same time because there were just six books that I was like, yep, I want to read that and that and that and that and that. And it worked really well for me. <laughs> so I'm still practicing that. Um, but anyways, that just means that I had so many different moods that I was in and I was reading all sorts of things. So I guess like the first thing on my list, um, is Mo Dao Zu Shu, um, also known as Grandmaster of Demonic Cultivation, uh, which I've talked about on the podcast before. So I'm not going to go into what that is, but I put this on my list because it did like, it was the first, basically like the first Chinese novel I ever read and obviously, it started with the, the Donghua, um, which made me fall in love with that. And then I, you know, read the novel. Um, and from there, I kind of, like, discovered, the, oh, like, a whole new world. <laughs> I mean, like, But literally, right? Like, it, and it brought me to so many other things. Like, that was really a huge change for me. Um, it brought me to Nanchan, which is, like... I, I, I've never mentioned it on the podcast but nanchan was like one of the biggest books I've ever read in my life I mean we're talking like 2,000 3,000 pages it's a long story and there's no way to there's no way to describe Nanchan as a book it's it's God's revenge it's religion it's wars love reincarnation love through the ages enemies to lovers to enemies to lovers (laughs) it's like it's such a huge story and like it just opened my eyes to like a whole different kind of stories where like there's the political aspect of it there's like The characters, and they're so, like, just Chinese novels in general, like, they just do characters differently. And I I can't quite put my finger on, like, what is different, but something about it is different. Um... So, anyway, so I'm very grateful for for that, and obviously, like, it brought me to Wang Ibo and then that brought me to Love Between Fairy and Devil. Because, like, mind you, I never would have even like gotten into Love Between Fairy and Devil if it wasn't for Shu. Like, I, I needed to, you know, do that first to then like come to realize like maybe I would like, you know, see drama that's like fucking 36 episodes long. <laughs> Um, and then from there, I obviously also found Kin Porsche, which I also haven't mentioned on the podcast, but uh, Kin Porsche is actually Thai. Um, but I fell in love with that show. I mean, granted, mostly the like Vegas Pete storyline, which is like all the books that we've ever read, like every dark romance, where it's like, you know kidnapping kind of a little bit of torture bit of rape, you know all those things it's just it was great like honestly because like obviously sea dramas and, and sea novels like they're great but you are lacking the sex <laughs> and sometimes even more than that when it's like it can't even be implied in like actual media In the books it's fine it's all there but like in actual like media it's sometimes not even implied yeah um but Thailand has no such problems uh which is very refreshing so it was great to be able to see that kind of story between two guys and like see it as explicitly told as you want it to be and it just did such a wonderful job of getting into the psyche of two characters like that that have been messed up by life and, like, you know, they're a part of the mafia, and there's this whole, like, stuff going on. And, like, obviously, Ken Porsche as a show is, like, quite lighthearted for the most part, I would say. And can and Porsche are the main characters. But the Vegas Pete storyline that comes sort of later on in this, in the first season was just, like, it, I was really mind blown. Like, I was just like, this is great. This is everything I ever wanted. So, anyways, so I'm grateful for Modezu because it brought me all those things that I'm, like, now loving and looking forward to. And obviously, there's, like, tons more shows that I'm now excited about um, that should hopefully be released in 2023, though, like, with China, you honestly never freaking know. You yeah. only know a show is coming out, like, literally two weeks ahead of time, <laughs> so that's fun. Um, anyways, the second thing on my list is The Auction by Loves With eight because again like I wasn't really reading fan fiction at the time I don't think I've ever said this on the podcast but I actually started out reading fan fiction before I was reading romance um, because I wasn't I wasn't a good reader (laughs) I wasn't very good at reading so I hated reading but I loved fanfic so I started out reading fanfic then got into romance and then stopped reading fanfic altogether so, for me, this was, like, it marked, like, a return to fanfiction. And especially it was Hermione fanfic, which I've never dabbled into. And as we said, like, it's, it's a really good fanfic. Like, it really sucked me in. It's just, like, it's the kind of book that you read and, like, you don't start out being the same. Like, the person you were before is not the person you are at the end. Like, it just, it feels like a lifetime has happened in between, you know. So, anyways, it's just, I love that book. And obviously, then made me want to read all kinds of other germany fics and just all kinds of fix period and i even started writing fix so like i feel like i have to to thank this the auction for that because i feel like otherwise i wouldn't have gone back into like that whole world of fan fiction so anyways um the next one on my list is a bit it's gonna be a controversial one for the people on this podcast
0: (laughs) okay (laughs)
1: because one of us hated it and one of us loved it
0: (laughs) oh my gosh okay what is it
1: well i mean okay hear me out i feel like i've said before that like i haven't been reading contemporary at all
0: Mm -hmm. oh okay i know which one this is (laughs) (laughs)
1: like it, it i i okay listen 2017, 2018, I was reading reading nothing but contemporary. Then I got really into paranormal and historical and monster romance, obviously. And I really like dove deep into that and completely forgot about contemporary. I was like, I don't even want to read contemporary. The thought of it just turns me off. So I put Icebreaker by Anna Grace on my list.
2: <laughs> the hockey one? Because...
1: Yeah, because to me, I really loved it, okay? Like, it was, like, it it was just what I needed at that time. I And it made me, kind of brought me back the joy of, like, reading contemporary, where it's just, like, easygoing stories with fun characters, like, a fun cast of character. And it's just, like, I don't know, like, and, and it was hockey romance, which, like, I haven't dabbled with sports romance in forever. So, anyway, it's just, like, a series of things that just aligned perfectly for me at that moment and it kind of made me realize like hey maybe maybe I'm missing out you know maybe there's like more contemporary romance that I should go to um and I I don't know I I personally really enjoyed it um I don't see what Seth hated about it she hated it she DNF'd it I, I I DNF'd it
0: um does it show me when I stopped oh yeah at 32 percent Okay, so it's so bad. I was like, "And you lost me at oh shitting fuck." Dot dot dot.
1: Oh shitting fuck was what made you. It was
0: like the straw that (laughs) broke the camel's back, guys. (laughs) I just like I couldn't like I didn't like the writing style, and I know I'm like I'm an anomaly. I know a lot of people love this book and I love the writing, um. But for me, I just I I couldn't. Not that I couldn't relate to it. I just didn't like the writing, and I found it like. I don't know I just felt like for me it was like I fell trapped to like a TikTok oh my gosh this book was amazing and I just I personally didn't like it so but it spoke to you.
1: I didn't know it was a TikTok sensation I had no idea I when I picked up this book I had literally seen only one person talk about it and it was over on Instagram I had no idea yeah you told me you were the one who told me like oh yeah it's this or maybe it was Sab. anyway someone told me oh yeah it's this TikTok book and I was like what? No. <laughs> How come I've never I mean, I don't have TikTok, so that probably explains that. But like I was I had never heard of it. You so I was I thought it was this rent okay. well, I mean, maybe now I do. <laughs> took you long maybe enough. now I do. <laughs> yeah. See, you should you should thank Modazushu for me having TikTok thank as well. You, okay. Um,
0: that for Marge getting TikTok. But okay, no, I will say I love that it spoke to you in a way that it didn't for me, and I love that you read a contemporary book after years of not reading one. That's great.
1: Yeah. You know what else I should say about my reading in 2022? And I'm preaching that as well in 2023. I have learned to read for fun. And what I mean by that is I no longer read with the expectations, uh, the expectation of it being the best book ever. Yeah. I don't read for quality anymore. I read for fun. And I feel like that also opened up a whole new world for me because it's like, Let's read bonkers as shit. The I know, like, I know I'm not gonna, like, love it, but I'm like, it's fun. I just want to have fun with this. And, like, it sounds good. Let's spend, like, a day or two reading this, and then we'll probably never think about it ever again. But I had fun. That's all that matters. Like, I literally do not care about quality anymore, and it is so freeing. It's so freeing. Anyways... So that was that. You know, it's on there because I really enjoyed it. And, you know, contemporary. I'm a contemporary romance reader now, apparently. (laughs) Anyways, and the last thing on my list um, is kind of the book that explains the whole phase that I'm now in. Uh, Basically, thanks to Facebook, I... And now we're part of a group that um, will be my downfall. In fact, I'm pretty sure it has already been my downfall. <laughs> like, it has happened. I am here. Um, It's called MM... It's MM Kinks and Taboo, I think, or something like that. Oh, I Anyways. Know that group. Yeah. <sighs> my downfall. My downfall. Okay, for the past... I want to say, like, month and a half, I've read only MM <laughs> <M>. Kink. <laughs> only. Because... The wrecks in that group are good. And, like, the way people pitch them, I'm like, yeah, that sounds fun. And, like I said, like I literally just said, I'm in my fun era, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yep, let's jump into that because why the fuck not? So, anyway, it's making me read all sorts of things that I literally would have never picked up before. Like, I'm kind of pushing myself because of this group because this book, which, like, the last book on my list, Fawned by Winter prior prior I'm not sure how to pronounce their name but um it's pet play oh I am I that that is a kink I didn't want to read before right like ever yeah. I was like nope that my thing I can't imagine it I can't like I don't No, like, nope not doing it for me but then I found this book in that group and I read it and I really enjoyed it and it was so cute and Basically, like, it's set in college and um, you have our main character whose name I actually can't remember, but, like, that's not surprising. I can't remember names ever. But anyways, he's really cute. He's, like, this sweet guy, um, very kind, a good boy, you know, and um, but he's never had sex and um, he needs money. (laughs) So he makes a little bit of like dare with um his roommate where it's like okay whoever has sex first because his roommate is also virgin um they're like whoever has sex first gets a hundred dollars so he's like okay like I mean I do want to lose my virginity and I need the money so like I'll do it and there's this like resident man's look. I don't know <laughs> what else you would call him um he's a bit of a goth he's like a bit of a loner but he's you know, he's known for having a lot of sex and having kinky sex. And everyone's like, oh, that's kind of a rite of passage. You know, he's kind of a bit intense, but like, you know, he will have sex with you. So my main guy is kind of like, well, I'll go to him because like, I mean, who else would I go to? (laughs) So um, he goes to him and they, you know, have their first time together and it's hot and heavy and it's great and um but they kind of like really connect um but it was like the one time and then he goes back to his roommate and he's like well I did it here's where like where's my money and then the roommate the roommate is like are you actually like asking for the money like are you like I like (laughs) anyway it's like this whole thing where like poor guy feels bad because he's like he was actually like he thought it was real but like it wasn't actually real like it was like are you actually asking for money after sex type thing anyways long story short it's really cute they reconnect they start you know sort of trying out different things together and they end up with pet play and main guy he's a fawn (laughs) and he's his pet fawn and anyway it is actually surprisingly really
0: hot really and like
1: really cute yeah i was not expecting this book to be as hot as it is but like it was hot and it was cute so anyways and that you know is kind of what started out or kicked started um my whole phase of of mm kink um so like i am back in my bdsm era
0: great love which, that like, for you
1: i have not had one of those since 2015 like literally all these years you would have told me like oh yeah this bdsm book i was like that's the fastest way to make it he- make me not want to read a book
0: mm-hmm.
1: and here i am reading about sadists so next capuch ketchup and chill honestly might very well be just like nothing <laughs> but mm kink um, and sorry about that
0: that's fine <laughs> Should we uh, yeah. get into things we're looking forward to in 2023? Yeah. Um, The first thing is um,
2: Boys of Bell Rose series by Jamin, Eve, and Tate James. Uh, I just finished the first book. And I'm not going to say too much because I'll save it for the catch-up and show. Oh, okay. But it's a mafia slash rock star reverse harem. Oh. For some reason, like, I read the description and then I read that and I'm just like, it. Like, how is that going to work? You know, Mafia and Rockstar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And I didn't think I was going to like it, but I ended up really enjoying this book. Um, And yeah, I'm obsessed and I can't wait for the rest of the series. There's going to be four books and they're releasing um, a month apart.
0: Okay. So you don't have to wait too long.
2: Yeah. So I'm excited for that. Um, I also have The Crown of Oaths and Curses by Jay Bree.
0: Yeah, that's on my list too
2: yeah it uh, releases um, March 28th of this year so I'm pretty excited it's gonna it's an MF romance um, right yeah I believe it's high fantasy found family enemies to
0: lovers
2: forced proximity um,
0: I think she also said tale like there's a tale tail play tail play yeah I think I read that somewhere
2: um, yeah I'm pretty excited for that. Also, have Salt Kiss by Sarah Simone. It's a queer, kinky, contemporary romance retelling of the legend of Tristan and I- Isolde? I- Isolde. 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 Uh-huh.
0: Oh, wow. Um,
2: and I believe it's going to be an MMF.
1: Controversial mm-hmm. opinion, but I believe that that story is way better than Romeo and Juliet.
0: Oh, I agree. 100%. The movie gets me every single time there's a movie i don't know about this movie yeah with james franco yeah. and oh, henry cavill's yeah. in it
1: <gasps> yeah yeah yeah.
0: that think, movie I... makes me
1: cry it's yeah. so good
0: the music like the background score is so good I haven't seen it in a while though yeah. i loved it and then i
2: also have uh forget me not by julie soto the artist the author yeah, of... yeah. that's a
1: raylo book
2: yeah the author of the auction the dramatic. Yeah. pick so yeah I'm excited. It's a wedding planner slash grumpy florist.
1: Yeah, that one sounds good. Is he the florist or is she the florist? I think he he's is. the florist. He's the
2: florist and she's a wedding That's planner. That's
0: hot. That's how hot. I know.
2: <laughs> I'm so I excited. And that. the
0: cover's gorgeous. Yeah.
2: Tattoos. Yeah. Man mm-hmm. bun. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also have the Barbie movie. It's pretty <laughs> cool. oh, I Really? That. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for like the costumes, the the outfits, yeah. and yeah. Okay, and then the last thing on my list is The Last of Us, uh, the show oh. that just aired yesterday. I watched the first episode, and it's he looks really.
1: <laughs> she watched one
2: episode. Good. Put it on her list. <laughs> no, it's really good. I swear, it's really good. I like, heard I it's had, really good. Like, I had really bad anxiety uh, that one hour uh I was yeah, sitting see, and, I watching. Can...
1: and that's good you want to yes, feel that
2: because I was about <laughs> to <in> my seat <laughs> something that gives me anxiety I'm like actually wants me like to sit down and like watch it like that's to me that's good it's doing its job
0: yeah. see I want to watch it because I love Pedro Pascal but mm-hmm. I honestly I don't know if I have it in me because I've heard like the horror stories of the show like people are like oh my gosh once you hear the clickers you're dead like it's so scary yeah. but then also Emotionally, it wrecks you, and I don't know if I have yeah. another emotional wrecking in me. I my like sister I've was had enough. Bawling her eyes out yesterday. Yeah, she I. Mm, yeah. I don't know if I have it in me, and it just gets worse. I think from the first episode onwards. Is that it? Is that all your? Yeah, that's all in my list. Yeah. Okay. Mine's pretty short because you've already mentioned um, <clears throat> the crown of oaths and curses, and then you mentioned. Actually no, that was it on my list that you mentioned. Okay, so the first thing on my list is Sinners of Tone by Psalm Sketcher. So this is the um the third, no, the fourth book in the Sinners Anonymous series, and that is Gabe and Run. Um so the author announced I think last month that it's gonna be a two parter, so it's gonna be two books for this couple because it was too much of a story for her to condense in one book. So I'm excited. At the end of the month, she's releasing, um, not releasing, but she's telling us when the release date is for this the first book. I just need it. <laughs> like I just need it now. Um, and then I also have uh The Syndicator by Runix, which is the last Dark First book. Um, and also uh I think it's Draconera. Draconera by Runix as well. So that's her Dark Fantasy that she has planned. Um I don't know when those books are coming up. She doesn't have a release date right now, but she did say she's aiming for 2023, but we'll see. I am ready for whenever they do come out. Um, then also my list is the next Zoe Draven Brides of Kylore book. So that's going to be book two in her new series. Excited for that. Um, she released a little snippet that I, I, th- I thought I saved it, but I didn't. And I was like, this makes me excited. I think it's like, the hero had called her ugly or something like that, like in his mind. But obviously, you know, a few chapters down the line, he's going to be like, she's the most beautiful thing he's ever seen. I'm ready for it. Um, and then Zoe Draven also, I think, is planning to release her spinoff series for the Horde Kings. Um, so I think she's aiming for a late 2023 release. I don't know, but I know she's um, aiming for that one to come out this year as well um that's about it
1: okay uh mine is pretty short too because i'll be honest i could not remember for the life of me (laughs) what is releasing in 2023 and i also feel like there's probably tons of things that i will be excited about that just haven't been announced yet right so there was that um but i put surprisingly enough i put the queen charlotte show on my list because i'm just like listen Right. I didn't want to be watching. Like, I had no interest in this show until I saw that teaser.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I was like, okay, maybe. Okay. So, and I, I do feel like I'm kind of feeling the loss of Bridgerton in my life at the moment. Like, I just need something, like, extravagant and colorful. Um, so, and I'm guessing that season three is not releasing this year. So, probably just the Queen Charlotte show. Yeah,
0: I'm getting that feeling that it's it's not this year. Not that I care. I don't really care for Penelope and Colin.
1: Yeah, so. me either. But by the time we're there, I'll probably be like, I need a fix. So yeah.
0: let's do it. Yes.
1: Um. Anyways, so, you know, I'm looking forward to that. Like, I'm just going in with no expectations and I'm hoping to get my heart ripped out because <laughs> Lord knows all those guys die. So. <laughs>
0: Not die, but like, well, yeah, they do well, actually. I mean, Lady Danbury's guy d- dies.
1: Violet's, Violet's husband dies. Oh, yeah um lady denbury is the widow and then i mean we all know he's gonna die the poor king so. yeah yeah so anyways um then i put the hurricane wars <gasps> by I totally forgot uh, is that. it is it thea yeah guanson something like that yeah. um i'm really excited for that because that's uh that's a Railo fic that that's oh god uh land with the blur Not of the conquerors well oh, shit landscape with a blur of conquerors right yes something like that um so it's basically that fic um that's been that is being published traditionally published so i'm looking forward to that because i never got to read the original um so yeah so that will be fun and then i also put another uh real fic which is my roommate is a vampire by jenna levine yes which sounded just like a fun rom com <laughs> where like, uh, Kylo slash Ben is like a vampire, and yeah. anyway, it just it just sounded fun. And you know what? Like I said, fun is yeah. all. I'm all about the fun right now. I so. read that
0: one as a fanfic, and I loved it. So I'm excited for this one.
1: Oh, so see, um, and then I also put uh Dishonor by W. Ren, um, because it was actually like a completely new to me author, but it's supposed to be like a dark. And I don't speak Japanese, so yakuza, yakuza romance. So basically, like the Japanese mafia. Oh. Um, which I've been meaning to find books sort of set w- like around the the Japanese mafia. So that one sounded really interesting. I think there's a grovel in this book. So, anyways, looking forward to it. A um, ruthless
0: warrior is also, I believe. Yeah. Yakuza. Is also
1: yeah. and then like the last one it's mostly just it's it's doves and demons by cleo evans mostly just because so it's reverse harem steampunk and i put it on there just like because i'm looking forward to reading more reverse harem. like obviously i've discovered it last year and i found a couple ones that i really liked um but I feel like I haven't, like, really read a whole lot yet. So, I'm hoping to kind of get back into it this year and find more to like. So, that's my list. Um. So, my questions for you are, first off, you know, because we haven't really talked about this. But I wanted to know if you guys have, like, if you look back at the year that we've had... Do you have a like favorite episode that we've recorded this that well this year, last year, or like one that kind of sticks out to you as like I had fun recording that?
0: Um, one that's really stand out, I think, would be our Raylo episodes. I mean, I guess Star really? Wars. Really? Yeah, because I just like I think it was a fun experience in the sense where like, as got introduced to Raylo, which is like a really big part of our lives. Um. And it's just, like, it's great to see us, you know, excited about the same things we were and just hearing her perspective on things. Yeah. Um. And also, like, for me personally, like, revisiting it, but, like, also seeing it after, like, I guess after The Rise of Skywalker. Um. So that was interesting to see and also seeing if my perspective changed a bit and it technically didn't. It just made me feel more, like, I guess, not, what's the word, not possessive, more appreciative i guess a (laughs) raylo like i just like i keep it like close to my chest like i just feel like it's something i'm protective about there you go okay yeah that's the word i was looking for
1: yeah that's a good one i i really enjoyed recording that like it was a lot yeah but it was a lot of fun to to revisit it and like see it through the eyes of someone who's not like you know
0: enriched yeah
1: doesn't love it as much or like wasn't as used to it as as like and i feel like we kind of like put on our like 2015 hats for a lot of it and it was just fun to like go back in the past and act as if like we don't know what's going on but i
0: also feel like we were more so like we were in it with like the lore and like the the behind the scenes type of thing where like s isn't like wasn't as like into that sort of thing, like she wasn't a part of that. Like you weren't a part of any of that as the movies were releasing, or even afterwards. Like you didn't go searching. So it was interesting to see like your perspective.
1: But I think it has one of my my most favorite moments from S.
0: What <laughs> <laughs> when she watches?
1: What did I? Uh, the rise The rise of Skywalker episode where I read the excerpt from the book. Yeah. <laughs>
2: It's where he gets favorite. hit by a robot or something like that? Or he gets hurt?
1: And... No, where he's like crawling to her and it describes oh, yeah, like yeah. how in how much pain he is and like, like she's dead and like so blah, blah, blah. So the part blah. where I
2: was crying. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's my favorite moment of yours because you're like, why would you do that? No, my favorite thing though about that whole process was that she skipped The Last Jedi completely and she's like, um, I think I might have watched the wrong one. I can't believe I did that.
1: That's, that's that was hilarious. hilarious. I, don't I watched know. *Out of
2: Order*. Yeah,
1: it was just it was just fun to to see, to see you being like emotional damage. Like, who do we sue for this? Yeah. And I was like, it's fun to see you in our shoes, like yeah. of what we've been through, yeah. <laughs> <But> like lies. <laughs> that's Anyways, that's that's right. What what would be yours, S?
2: I think it would be that one for sure as well. Cause I feel like yeah. I stepped out of my comfort zone and like yeah. actually watched something that I normally wouldn't, right? Wouldn't have done it like by
0: myself. I don't think unless you got nachos, Ex- uh, yeah, nachos.
1: Yeah, I think for me, the episodes that stand out are definitely the episodes where we like looked at TV shows and media more so than the books um I mean let's be real we didn't do like as many episodes this year as we did the previous years um it was busy okay (laughs) but I feel like what we actually put out are things that I'm quite proud of and that I feel like we had solid discussions and like we took time and like it was longer episodes but it was worth it just like for the conversations that we've had and (laughs) so I feel like the the bridgeton episodes co- like come to mind just because like they did so well for us and i think like right. it brought us so many new listeners which is great um but i'm proud of those episodes like i i think we did a good job of like you know d- doing that like overlook slash like review of of the second season um obviously the the Low episodes as well um for the same reasons as you and i i mean obviously i would also say like the love between fairy and devil episodes Mm -hmm. just because I think it was a lot to undertake. Like, it is 36-hour-long episodes that we somehow managed to make it through. Like, I'm quite proud of us for that because... I don't think when we started we realized how much time it would take and just like they were huge episodes and there was so much to keep in mind and like obviously there's like a language barrier there and anyways it was quite tough but we did it and I'm proud of the result i mean that first episode is oh, an you know show. but <laughs>
0: like, i will always apologize i'm sorry that was just
1: yeah first episode was a shit show we'll you know gladly admit that but i think like we improved after that and yeah. you know we went back to our ways our regular you know organized selves <laughs> and it, it was smooth sailing from there pretty much um yeah. so yeah i'm just i'm proud of us for for you know taking on something so big and again like it brought us uh, also a lot of new people and i think like from because of this like i think we are looking into other shows that we would like to sink our our teeth into like other you know c dramas or k dramas or whatever so yeah um now for the fun questions oh gosh okay uh okay so if you had to use three words to describe okay so okay basically I want you to find three words to describe your 2022 reading and then I want you to find three words to describe what you want your 2023 reading to be like and we shall revisit those
0: oh, when gosh. we come to 2023
1: the uh, 2024.
0: These are questions um you should have uh, Set no, because I right. I wanted it to be more like off,
1: you know, like just like whatever comes to mind.
2: I need like three to five days to think about this one. <laughs> <laughs> you can't spring like questions like this up, like you can't you can't do that to me.
1: Do you want mine? Yeah. let's sure. Okay. So for twenty twenty two, my three words would be bonkers, impulsive, and smut. Oh. I read a lot of smut, and it was very impulsive, and it was quite bonkers. So, those would be my three words for twenty twenty two. And then how I want my twenty twenty three to be, keeping it fun.
0: Oh, um, yeah, that didn't help me though. <laughs>
1: Um, I feel like S's are easy. It'd be like something like jermaine reverse harem, and no?
0: Yeah, for sure. Mine like, was a well-balanced list. Well-balanced list. Wow. Because I had, like, good monster fucking, had great contemporary romance, I had mafia in there, I had aliens. Like, mm-hmm. it was just a really good list of books that okay, I read last year. Okay,
1: well-balanced list. That works. Yeah. S, you're missing words there.
0: Oh, Maybe for another.
1: 2023?
0: Yeah. Um more monster fucking? Okay. No, I don't know. I mean, that works. I mean, yeah, but I I feel like I don't know. Like I feel like I read a good amount of monster fucking last year, so I mean, I'm always down for more monster fucking, I guess.
1: It could be literally like really good year reading a lot. <laughs> I don't know what,
2: 20, what is finish- it is for 2023.
1: What is it? finish the book <laughs> <laughs> finish what book though <laughs> all the ones
0: that I started she has a lot <laughs> finish, finish. finish that book finish, finish the book, whatever book finish that the is. series you get it <laughs> that's good that's a good one <laughs> for sure got mine bountiful books bitch okay miss ma'am okay yeah guys bountiful bountiful bountiful
1: what bountiful books bitch yeah B- bountiful book bitch yeah I want to read bountiful books <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Bitch. So so we're still stuck on Dramini, Rivers Harem and And
2: and disappointment because there's a lot of books that I read that I thought I was gonna love and I was very, very disappointed.
1: Oh. Okay.
2: So Dramini Rivers Harems and Disappointments.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: That sounds like the title of one of our episodes. <laughs> It does. Like a quack or something. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Could have been like Raylo, but whatever. Guess not. Guess what was
0: it? Disappointment it was an instead. intro to Raylo, I would say. Right.
1: Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Perfect. But I will say your 2023 words as um kind of lead into my last question, <laughs> no. which is any um bookish commitments for 2023 or because we failed.
0: Not Each one. Each and every one of them. Not one. I don't have any because I did not read Pack Darling. I never did. Yeah.
1: And I did not read, what was it? Whitney, my love. Yeah. And S is still stuck on her 2015 <laughs> commitment. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: I am going to have a commitment because I am going to finish all the books that I said I was going to start and finish all the series that I did start and just didn't continue. Okay. Quite a
1: keyword, keyword here. Realistic keyword. All. Not one, not two, all of them. She's finishing all of
0: them. Yeah. I believe in you, as Don't listen to M. I believe I in do you. It. Guys, okay. This negative enough. Nancy over there, we don't want her. <laughs> Thanks for the support, Steph. I appreciate it.
1: Well, I'll be looking forward <laughs> to Best of 2023, where we see the <laughs> commitment has been
0: failed. Okay, wow. It will she will succeed.
1: Listen, I know my, I'm the same as. Listen, I've started too many series as well that I never finished. Yeah. It's just story of the life of a reader.
0: Yeah, I feel that.
1: So, anyways, so those were my questions. Uh, we will be revisiting this conversation. Um in the meantime, <sighs> happy new year once again. <laughs> I hope your reading <laughs> thus far has been Plentiful and fun and that you've loved it. Um hopefully, I mean maybe this list um has given you a couple more wrecks or not. <laughs> so I mean sorry, you just listened to like two hours of us for no reason, but um anyways, uh we had fun. We had a lot of fun this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed uh the episodes that we've put out uh more to come obviously and um as usual if you want to you know chat with us if you want to tell us something um or yeah i don't know like let us know what what were your favorite books of 2022 you can do that as well um feel free to reach us online you can always find us on instagram at romancing the monsters podcast and on twitter at romancing the monsters pod no <laughs> The RTM pod. <laughs> um, and you can also email us if you want to at romancing the monsters podcast at gmail.com or TikTok. Romancing the monsters pod. Disappointment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See? My year. No, it, I think that was like for me. <laughs> um anyways and is
1: that it did i mention everything i think so um if you're looking for me specifically you can find me on both twitter and instagram at foes and lovers
2: and then you can find me
0: as on both twitter and instagram at but this book and you can find me stuff on both instagram and twitter at pros and woes.
1: and that's it see y'all Soon, I guess with an episode that was probably recorded uh, like two years ago. No, fact, don't I know, say that. I know that for a fact. <laughs> to be honest, I'm gonna try and make sure that the next episode that is put out is the episode that Steph and I recorded, uh, literally a year and a half ago at this point, probably. Oh what? God. The the Black Dagger Brotherhood book two. Oh my god. Episode. Yeah. So in case you didn't know that, listener, uh, we did record book two and three of that series. Steph and I, and I never put them out. They're old now, but you know I'll put them out anyway. Though that will be the next episode for sure. Okay, so you have that to look forward to. I, guess. <laughs> um, I promise our yeah. content will not be that old. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean to be honest, moving forward, uh, I'll try not to. Um, so yeah, see ya. All right, bye. bye we